0: Trying to get a lot of dough Anything is possible Turn me up in the headphone Yeah Trying to get a lot of dough And dirt through all the obstacles Cause anything is possible yeah. Oh man, I got a lot of gold Stack that bread and vomit nose. Anything is possible Yeah Yeah
1: okay i'm back that's how we got it. I, I i was saying recently i want to uh, find my little i've talked about it before find my intro and i thought of some stuff yesterday maybe i need to restart okay that was the first intro let's do another intro okay let's try let's try three intros here we just did one okay I'm back that was the first one uh, I think the second was what it is what it ain't and what it's gonna be guess who? It's me I think I like that what it is what it ain't and what it's gonna be yes It's me fucking number three I like that damn I'm all with the rhymes be me three anyway we've got some things to talk about today we've got a couple of topics that we're gonna cover now they relate um, all the way through you know, that's where we always go. We stay online. On the line. I watched the internship last night, and it's hilarious. The scene where Vince Vaughn, he's talking about, they have to, like, do the app challenge. And Vince Vaughn is first. He's stealing the idea for Instagram. is instantaneously share a picture on the line. Exchange That shit's hilarious. Um, so yesterday, right, yesterday, if, if you know my best friend, Colin, um, we sat down and we talked. On here, we talked over the mic. Um, the episode was going to be called Born Sinners, a topic, an idea, a discussion that I've been having recently across various, you know, various points. Um, not necessarily the Born center being the direct topic, but all underlining, you know, and, and similar where we're going today. If you notice, we've been in kind of a series recently. And because of that, I would I say a series. I'm, you know, kind of taking that from the idea of when you have pastors do their sermons and they'll go into a, a series of of topic. And it all comes back to the same root, and what the same root of all of this is 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 it's the black unit, it's legacy, it's family, it's the black family unit, it's building, building the culture in our image for so long that the, what is the culture has been dictated to us and for us. And the thing about it is, so what happens? And this is not necessarily the topic, but we'll, you know, this is the overlying man. See, so y'all hear my computer? No, you can't. You you won't hear it in the background. I was selling calling yesterday, that's one thing. I, I know it's me as far as my storage and different things. I've gotta, to, today is gonna to be a a, um, a housekeeping day, personally, as far as deleting my phone, my email box, uh, email inbox, everything. They, they keep sending me the email. You're almost, today they sent me the 14.85 out of 14.85 gigabytes, so yeah. Uh, my phone as well, every time I'm like, shit, I gotta delete a picture to take a picture. I'm at that stage right now. It's because I am, I'm a nostalgic order, right? So I'm, a, I'm a. You know, we, we all are kind of in that way these days, and that's you know another thing we're going toward today is social media. Um, the summer without social media, that's where I'm going. I, I can't, not that I can't do it. I don't want to right now. In a lot of spaces, I'm good with it overall, but I just it's too much. It's too much going on. Uh, so like I was saying, yeah, the black, the unit, and what's happening within the culture, what the culture has become, and what the culture is is. So they, you know, as I say they being, you know, the powers that be the individuals that the profiteers, they go and they look at what we are doing and what we're creating. And they say, how can we market this to these very same individuals? Right. And not that they necessarily I won't say they put their spin on it because putting their spin on it would, would make it shitty. These individuals are just not built like that. They're just not cut from the same cloth. Right. But what they do is they take the worst of our culture or what they think is the worst of our culture and then make it they exaggerate it they overamplify it to be even more than it is right so they take the violence the sexuality um you know drug culture all these different things and amplify it until it becomes corrosive and destructive from the inside and every time we try to shift we try to change trends they just take that in and sell it back to us again And that has happened at a large scale, at the largest scale through social media, through influencing, through social media, but generally through media, through the portrayal of us, through media, through. And we've talked about this over the past week, especially the dictating of our self-image. Right. Um, And what I recognize through that is it We allow it to dictate our own self image but but in turn, we also allow social media and the media to dictate the image that we have of other individuals, whether we know them or not, whether it's a specific entity or a group of people, we allow propaganda, we allow personal narratives and and you know the broader storylines to tell us what to think. That's the shit I'm over right so you have you know and i I've said it. You get so caught up in, a narr- in what a narrative about a person is that you start to see them that way when you have no personal reason to do so. You know, you have no personal reason to believe that other than the Internet said so. Which, fair enough, if you don't know an individual, all you can do is dictate by the Internet. And that's why we have to be careful while we allow ourselves to be portrayed. And, you you know, we you have to be better at controlling your own narrative. But also, you can't do shit about what the- once it's up. You can't do anything about how people decide to receive it or how they decide to spin it. Right. And what I notice is, and this is, again, the social media specifically, it's actually kind of scary what's happening because I said, and I said the word propaganda earlier, but it, it's at the point where it's not even propaganda as much as it is lies and misinformation. Right. Because, you know, they're the saying opinions are like assholes because every, everybody's got one. I said today, I'm like, opinions are like assholes, not only because everybody has one, but because most of them stink. You, Most of y'all, I... And, Obviously, you know, it's ass. so it's supposed to, and we, we recognize that, but there's, there's a difference in, you know, opinion and conjecture, especially projection. That's what a lot of this ends up being is, is projection, projection and deflection, right? You have people that feel inferior for whatever reason, personal issues, mental health is at such an all time high because of social media. And then people run to social media to try to blow off steam and end up affecting other people's mental health, which only worsens the situation. Right, and it, it, the the scary part about, I it, it's getting scary because people are we're, we're at this point where people are just kind of stupid, and they're okay with it. You know, one thing that Colin and I did talk about. Oh, sorry, and well, I guess I didn't finish that out. Yeah, we recorded the episode, unfortunately, and this is this is why look, I don't claim to be a professional in, in any in any you know. Well, no, I, I this you know as far as the um critiquing the cultural critic and the cultural, um, you know, shifter and, ch- and being a trendsetter. And and as far as, um you know, being a creative in this space that I'm in, yeah, that's my profession. This is what I do. But I don't claim to be a professional technologist, producer, engineer, none of that, sound engineer. Somehow we ended up with no sound. We've got an hour and eight minutes of a block of recording with no sound. And the, my my, I'll be honest with you, my worry is that I might've accidentally muted the mic or like from the computer, I might've accidentally digitally, digitally muted the mic. And yeah, we ended up with no sound over an hour. It was a great conversation as well. So there's definitely be aspects of it that come up here. Um, yeah. And like I was saying, so yesterday we talked about I said people are stupid and, and just they're proud of it. Right. And I came across the saying this, this beautiful, you know, phrase from, um, the Secret to Success podcast last week, Thursday's episode. They say not knowing is never is not an excuse for never finding out, right? What you recognize today though is a lot of people simply don't want to find out, right? Remember, you know how we've been, you know, the the fuck around and find out thing has been a you know big thing over the past I don't know however many months, and it's funny, it's cool, it makes sense, and we understand it as far as play stupid games, stupid get stupid prizes that side of it. But I tweeted once before. You know, the reason that I, I get to do the things that I do and that I do the things that I do and I end up in the spaces I end up and you know, meeting the people I meet or having the experiences or getting to have the opportunities and, and finding and uh, accessing certain resources is I'm always willing to fuck around and find out for my for my betterment, for my you know, if it's in the in the chase for my success and my growth and my you know prosperity and what we're talking about today, legacy, legacy, legacy in the chase of building a legacy. Building something greater than myself and doing something greater than myself, serving a purpose greater than myself, living in the you know in the path that God set for me. I have no choice but to be brave and bold and in, in pursuing these adventures and pursuing this this life that I'm going after. Right? Fortune favors the bold. So my fuck around and find out is far from you know. And, and it's funny that meter that the white guy that did the graph with the fuck around and find find out graph. Well, you see. The more you fuck around the more you find out the issue is so many of y'all are actually out here just fucking around you're just playing just you living and here's i when i say live life like a game or live life like a movie be the ceo of your own life here's why i get to say that and mean it because i truly do understand that this shit is a game it's the game of monopoly it's the game of life it's it's chess life is a chess game Shit, if you if you only know how to play checkers, then life is a checkers game. That's fine. Because you know what when checkers, once you get to king, you get to go wherever you want on the board, however you want on the board. So all of this is a game without question. But living life like a game and playing a game in life are two different things. And a lot of y'all are out here playing a game, playing the game of life. And it's sad to see because that's why you're losing. You just simply started seeing life As a game board and recognize that as long as you're playing, you're winning or always have an opportunity to win as long as you continue to play. I promise the perspective shifts completely different and you start going at everything you go at with a different mentality. That's why a lot of people don't understand what hustle culture and grind set is actually about on both sides. That's why you have the individuals who work themselves to death and they burn out. And that's why you have the niggas who don't ever get anything. Because it's constant choices that have to be made. So I, I recognize that. And so much of that, again, it's tied to the images that are put in front of us. This idea of what success is supposed to look like, what a happy relationship is supposed to look like, or or you should be this by this age. You're supposed to be. It was put in a great perspective recently as far as media. We, we, we've gotten to the point because of social media and the, the broadcasting of, you know, how much availability there is of content and TV and music and all these different things that we don't have first experiences for real anymore. right? you think of sex, if, if you're first time being introduced to sex is a sex scene in a movie or porn, well, Hollywood does that stuff up on purpose. It's entertainment. It's not about passion and spirituality and then love. It's about dollars. It's a money industry. But, but the thing in real life, when you actually get into it's like, yo, this is nothing like that. But your first experience comes from a completely different place. And it's not your own. That's why I said before about the thing about relationships and how often people will be wary of something that may never happen to them. Or it may be a necessary experience, but because you're closing yourself off to it, you'll never see it for what it actually is. You'll never learn from it all because somebody on social media came and said this is what happened to me and this is the you know this is the what my takeaway from it which is fine to share your 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 perspective and your view but allowing it to one using it as you know to force your opinion on other people is so fucking flawed and then allowing somebody else's opinion to become your own is even more flawed think for yourself think for yourself you got to think though so right now, I'm in the space of saying, everybody just shut the fuck up, right? This shit's, this shit's destroying our mental health, the devices, the apps, the random people with so much to say, and the trolls that just... Remember when Drake, I, I, I said recently, I was like, damn, that line, that little verse on March 14th make a lot more sense recently. Wasn't hiding my kid from the world, I was, hiding my, I was hiding the world from my kid. From empty souls who just wake up and live to debate until you staring at the seed you can never relate. Now, me, I don't have any kids yet. But what made me understand that was thinking about my future kids, thinking about my legacy and the world we currently live in. My Twitter bio simply reads, building a world and a legacy for my children to inherit or maybe for generations to inherit. Because I can't imagine my kids growing up in this world we live in today. I can see my kids growing up in the world I live in because I live in a completely different world than a lot of individuals. It's just simply a fact. So my kids would be beautifully raised in the world that I live in and in the world that I'm working to create and to build for them. But this one that's existed for the past 22 years of my life, fuck no, please don't. And again, I even, we we, we were, remi- we were excuse me, reminiscing recently about high school and things that we did and, you know, our different experiences and regrets and things that we look back on. And, excuse me real quick. Yeah, I've talked about it before, about how, you know, recently I've been, with the weather getting better, um, keeping the windows open. Which I always, I'm, a, like I said, I'm a windows and fan guy. Um, but man, it seems like they are... Mowing, doing some kind of long landscaping on a, such a regular basis, and and it's the electric blower thing. Like that, should that that needs to be illegal. And I, that that I've talked about it before, and I think this is it's time to put some action behind that. Because what the fuck, the electric mowers and everything, and the leaf blowers, are so it's bad for the bad for the planet. Noise pollution, like that, that's such a that's another thing. Noise pollution is such a real thing. And I don't think we recognize how much noise pollution that we have, right? The chatter online and in real life. Cars, uh, all the different, you know, cars alone. Horns and vroom, 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 vroom. shut up. Fuck, you got a straight pipe on your... Get out of here. Oh, my goodness. I, that, everybody, just shut the fuck up. I'm going zero dark three months for this summer. Not for real. I'm out. Actually, I'm about to be outside like I've never been outside before because I will be actually outside. I implore everybody to join me in that honestly imagine if we just all go a summer a month in the summer hell let's go a month in the summer Half you motherfuckers can't go a week without social media to be honest you're addicted and that's the point that's what they made it for well not that's not what they made it for but that's what they've developed it and advanced it to do and that might have been what they made it for in the first place i'm not gonna I'm at the point of not putting anything past anybody because I do recognize, and this is where the Born Sinner idea originally came from, when T.D. Jakes was saying everything of humanity since the union of Adam and Eve, because of the poison fruit, has been born, has been bred in sin, right? Evil lurks. Around every corner, evil lurks. The devil is a, the an idol mind is the devil's playground. All these different things that are in the Bible, those kind of things, that makes perfect sense because it's so true. The devil stalks walks around stalking its prey waiting for the weak quote unquote unquote, weak individual and the weak individual is the one that cannot think for himself the weak individual is the one that allows social media and you know the the storylines on the news and what's being told by to them by everybody else the beliefs that are being instilled by in, in them by everybody else but themselves that's the weak individual the one that does not have its own his own mind it's a sad thing to see, and the way I look at it, you know, survival of the fittest. Shout out Darwin. That's simply evolution. As evolution goes, the weak die off. Some, I, I came across a screenshot I had recently of a tweet that said, I got to remember to stop arguing with motherfuckers that Harriet would have left behind. That's hilarious, because it's true as fuck. And I'm not saying Harriet would have left anybody behind. I, know, I don't know. I don't, I don't know Harriet, but... The the joke behind it is the joke behind it, right? So like I said, where we're going today, it's a real subject, nothing nothing at all. Um, I can't the word I'm trying to find. It's it's not it's not a I'm not blaming anybody, right? I think what happens when we have these this these kind of conversations that I want to get into today, a lot of people look at it as blame because they don't want to be held accountable. Right? People think accountability and responsibility are, are the same as blame. Blame and excuses, blame and, and excuses, that's deflection, that's projecting and, and deflection. That's usually based on an individual's insecurity. Accountability and responsibility are based on awareness. When you're able to say, hey, I fully see where I slipped up and I take, I take that, take that off the chain. A lot of people are not willing to do that for one, but then they go a step further in flipping it on somebody else because God forbid, you end up being the individual that has to say I was wrong or you were right or both. Cause sometimes it's not always both. Sometimes somebody can be right and you weren't wrong. They just were right. Hats off to them. Thank you for being right. I appreciate you for that. Or I was wrong and I appreciate you for, for pointing that out to me. And now I can fix it and, and do better going forward. But the last thing a lot of individuals want to do is say I was not only was I wrong, but damn dog, you was right. You told me, he told me so. Whether shit hits the fan, whether it's five years, 10 years, 20 years from now, you'll never be able to say that these brothers lied to you, Jack. Okay. Legacy, legacy, legacy. In the summer without social media. Like I said, I've been watching Rap Caviar Presents. Phenomenal. It's really good so far. I think everybody who listens to hip-hop music alone, but anybody who feels that they are interested or or a part of the culture because that's the thing i I, i've said this said this last year i came to the realization that the culture what we know as the culture while it is 100 what it's black culture right hip-hop culture the culture whatever you want to it is simply just just black culture just our you know us who we are as individuals but it it, because of how it's been marketed and, and you know spread and broadcast it has become the culture of america in a lot of ways the culture of the world. Right? But so many people only know it for what it is today or maybe what they grew up in and not what it was before. Right? If we if it's funny to think that and just talking to my mom about this yesterday. My mom works at UNT. She works at my college and she's an advisor so she, you know, she's privy to a lot of different students and a lot of different perspectives. And she had an international student that was shocked that a college student had to learn mandatory, by the way, US government and Texas government, right? These were mandatory history classes or US history and Texas history, whatever it was. And I said, man, he'd be shocked to learn that we also had to take the same classes in high school, right? There's this indoctrination, definitely that lies within that. But a lot of it you recognize it's an indoctrination, but it's passed off as learning the history, Learn your history. If you learn your history, you won't repeat the mistakes of the past. Or if you learn your history, you have pride in where you came from. If hip hop is the culture of, of of our world, or even of these individuals, if it's not even if we're just talking about the individuals that are incensed in it, you should have to learn the depths of it before you go. I, I, and I understand it's not that simple. Music is is a such an art, specifically, is such a fine line to balance because what is and what isn't, and how can you define it? Again, there's art history classes, there's jazz history classes. We don't have hip hop history classes as a standard because why would they want to teach the true history of African Americans, especially when you say that the beginning of hip hop was rebellion against America? There's no way in hell. See, here, here, here's what, the, and again, we're not, this is not the direct topic, but it leads into where we're going. What you'll do is you'll put everything else, you'll put the guns and sex and money and drugs on the TV screen and in front of our faces on the radio. But y'all tried to ban N.W.A. and literally y'all had y'all tried federal y'all tried to federally and state regulations and laws to make sure that a song like "Fuck the Police" was not heard by the masses. You were so scared of what that could do, you didn't want that heard. But a nigga talking about killing a nigga, yeah, blast that shit because it makes money. Okay. Legacy, legacy, legacy. I don't know if I finished what I was talking about with rap caviar from the very start when I brought it up, but fuck it. The thing about, and when I was going with social media as far as the legacy thing, how I look at legacy, you know, I've said this before. One thing that I learned from my father was, as a man in this world, you got two things. Your balls and your word. No, I didn't mean that's true, but no, you got one thing your legacy, you know, the name, the, the the story that you leave behind, right? And I, I definitely um, have always been aware of of my reputation and how I carry myself and how I present myself in different spaces, right? But over the past t- several years, over the past year specifically, over the past several months, even more so, it has been, and I, it's on my Instagram, I'm not looking for fame, but I damn sure have an image to maintain that's just that because I know who Marcus is Marcus knows Marcus. So Marcus has no choice but to Marcus would be doing himself and the broader world a disservice by not showing up as me in the in you know, my day to day life and setting that standard for who I am and who I'm becoming and who I will be and who you know me as right. That's such a big thing that ties into the legacy because I have goals and ambitions and dreams and things that I want to make happen. And that's all tied into what I'm doing today. A lot of niggas can't say that. It's just a sad, scary truth. I recognize, though, how much of legacy is tied into the black family unit. Right. And again, what I did learn from my father was what you leave behind. And that's so much tied as well into your seed, who you, who you end up with for the rest of your life and who you decide to procreate with. And then how you raise those individuals and are you raising them to be not only functioning members of society, but contributing, ment- excuse me, contributing members of society, right? And again, that all starts today. What am I instilling? What am I taking in? What am I putting into my body, into my mind, soul, and spirit today? What am I? What am I? What seeds am I sowing today that I'm going that are going to allow me to reap benefits beautifully? Is then not for my reward, but for the greater of uh, the greater good of society? And of my future generations, of the future hindrances to come. All right? Again, the black family unit plays such a big role in that. But because that's not portrayed upon us, that's not given to us, like I said before, for me, it wasn't really until I watched Blackish that I was like, oh damn, this is what this this is what it could look like. Cool. This is, this is pretty dope. And then now watching Bel Air, where I'm like, oh, wait a minute, this this is what it could look like? Cool. They got their problems for sure, but when I when I say this is what it could look like, I mean the unit. Again, it's the unit that we're talking about. Not only is it missing from media and public representation though, what worries me is that it's not being sought after from within the community, right? It's one thing, and I, I said this yesterday to Colin, I'm like, you know, as far as us coming up, young boys specifically, young black boys coming up and we wanna be rappers, maybe actors Mostly rappers or, or basketball players, football stars. All right, we want to be what we've seen. We know what's been. It's it's two it's twofold, especially because again we talk about what's being put in front of us. We want to know. We, that's what we've seen. That's our heroes, fine and dandy. But it's the reasons why, especially because that's what's been put in front of us. They got the money. They got the cars. They got the girls. Right for much of my life, for most of my life, for all of my life, and still today, Jay Z has been the coolest guy. You can pay for school, but you can't buy class. he's say no matter where you go, you are what you are, player. And we say check out my swag, I walk like a ball player. Check, look at my hat, yo, Pete, the way I wear it. I was like, yeah, this nigga's cool, man. This nigga's so cool. This guy's so cool. Ladies' wife, he's so cool. he got the baddest in the game. He's so cool. But it didn't stop there. It wasn't just cool for me. Cause then I was like, wait a minute, this this guy's got this guy's got connections. He's 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 respected. Oh my goodness. The president of the United States is like salute to this guy. The president of the United States, another black man, real cool, straight out of where I'm from. And I was like, yo, and look at and he got a boss ass powerful wife. Not just a not just a Behind them, she on the side of them Hell, if anything, Michelle the shit, Michelle was the ringleader. Same way with the Clintons. Hillary's running that shit. Hillary, look, niggas talking about crooked Hillary. She ran for president, but she already had her okay, she already had her, her time in the office. Thought she was playing. Especially oh, after Monica? Boy, please. <laughs> ah, look. Look, he didn't have no choice. Bitch, you better you better step back, nigga. You know she wasn't the only one. That was just the one in the White House. Come on now but they're still together, right? Because what I noticed is a lot of people want to be kingpin and queenpin. Bonnie and Clyde, queen and slim. You want your... I'm just Clyde licking from my Bonnie. thing when niggas forget about Bonnie, Bonnie shot that motherfucker. Bonnie let that gun sing. Bonnie wasn't afraid of jail. Bonnie walk around with that crooked leg. Pop, pop, pop. Hop in the car, class. speed off. A lot of y'all want queen pin status without the queen pin work queen pin gets her hands dirty other side is a lot of y'all niggas want to be kingpin without recognizing what kingpin actually means or without a plan to get there that's a scary reality i talked in episode two about i I started off saying men do y'all recognize that the women are scared of y'all but also women do y'all recognize that the men are scared of y'all it's not a gender war as much as it's confusion because why are we fighting each other? The war is not like it's a fake war. It's a psyop. This is not a physical battle. This is a psychological operation that we're not the ones fighting. It's being fought for us. We're just doing the... It's it's when you think of proxies, right? Or, or when you have government agencies that send in uh, assassins or hitmen. The reason they do so is to say plausible deniability for one, as well as I didn't get my hands dirty, so you can't say it was me. Destruction of black civil- civilization happens from within. And you start with the family unit. Because the two most powerful individuals in this world are the black man and the black woman. That's the simple truth. The original humans. The original, the original human, the mother of all creation. And the father of perseverance, progress. But that's not given to us, and we don't look for it. You can't imagine what you don't even know exists as a possibility. The idea of the adjacent possible has to come from concrete in the first place, right? You can't, you can't imagine what you don't know is a possibility. I say It all goes back to unrealistic expectations of what someone is or what they're supposed to be or what they're supposed to have or do rather than looking at an individual for one possibility, what they can be, which Potential, we understand potential is not the same thing as execution or as the but y'all want so much for, for a motherfucker to be a final product when you get him. Which the issue within that is we are all always growing. Supposed to be at least. Life is a constant game of growth. Like I said last night. Excuse me. Sorry, I was that was a little that was a little yucky, huh? <laughs> It's, that was from water too, not even no carbonate. I don't drink any soda like that. Say, so like grow through the constant game, but one that you can always win as long as you keep playing. When you stop is when you lose. right? But we want ready-made products that require no effort to see or help them grow because you don't have any plans to do so. You think you're perfect how you are, which God says that's true. Perfect how you are is because God made you how you are. So yeah, there's no fixing that you have to do. Fixing and growing are not the same. You have people that want to get into a relationship, trying to fix a motherfucker. Oh, I can fix him. I can fix. I can change her. I can turn a hoe into a housewife. Maybe she does not let let her finish out her hoe phase. Okay, everybody got a good no. I got that part. <laughs> that that ain't my business. That ain't my business. But yeah, I and look, I'm not at all because I'm able to speak on this stuff because I had. I, even in high school, I thought that that was the thing. I thought that was what you were supposed to do, turn a hoe into a housewife. Now at 22, I'm like, wait a minute, What is what do, what do we mean by hoe? And what I realized that meant was, sorry to say it this way, but what we know as a hoe. That's truly what my idea was, was that the black man is supposed to end up, like that? that was the expectation, because that's what's presented. Now, I've seen blackish and I've seen, I'm watching Bel Air and I'm like, okay, wait a minute. You got the artist and the doctor and the, hmm, this is possible. It's more, there's more out there. You can be with somebody that says you are great, but I bet you can be greater. And not only says it, but then shows you are out to get to so. One thing I've said recently, and I've said it for a while now, actually, that's recently as in, you know, some months ago, but the songs Cater to You by Destiny's Child and Upgrade You, the Beyonce and Jay-Z duet, one of my favorite songs. Oh, all, both of them, one of my favorite songs, right? And I, I recall, we've talked about the Sugar Baby, Salt Baby, Sugar Parents thing. I remember my uncle used to say that "Cater to You was his favorite song. Unfortunately, my uncle is now divorced. <laughs> cater to You was his favorite song because he wanted somebody to do him like that. He was married while saying so. And when I say, and not that I believe, you know, he was saying to this if, as far as looking for somebody else, but he was expecting something out of the individual that he was already with that was not going to come. He was hoping one day that this one, that that my aunt would walk into the door and and all of a sudden take his, take his shoes off and put his do-rag on, rub his feet, massage his back, turn on the game while the dinner's on stove. That wasn't their relationship, not just because that wasn't her, but- Unfortunately, maybe she felt he didn't deserve that. I can't speak on that. But what I do know is that there was a lack of ambition and further goal as far as what they would be going forward. Right. So, again, talking about this kingpin, queenpin thing, you have the, you have all, you have these women that want to be queenpin. And I'm not, this is not a generalization as much as it is a blanket statement. Yeah. I know that seems like the same thing, but I don't, I'm not giving the group a stereotype. I'm just pulling a, Full face fact, you have people that want the queen pin status, but are you willing to stay down while he's on the come up? Or you're looking for this king pin, which again, there's so much imagery and perception of the ball, bo- the hard, ho- the boss is the hard nigga that sell drill. Like that's 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 just the simple truth. Is that street niggas are supposed to be that? Like, that's the 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 goal. If you're not a sh- if you're not a thug. They also, Destiny's Child said, I need a soldier, need a soldier. That's different than, you don't got to be a drug dealer or a hustler to be a soldier. You don't got to be a street nigga to be a real nigga. Unfortunately, that's all that's been shown to us. So are you willing to stay loyal, put some money on his books when that nigga go to jail? But sir, do you have plans and ambitions and goals for yourself and then for you two as a unit, as a pair? Do you see the future? Can you look at a future and say, okay, this is what I want us to build together. This is something that we are going to build together. Do you have the willingness and the, the ability to shrug off your ego and drop your pride and allow her to be an incubator and a guide toward better things? you know what Jay-Z says in the upgrade you in the little intro and the little while he's talking? How you gonna upgrade me? What's higher than number one? And she say, I go in the boardroom and close the deal with you, you okay? There is that fine balance. And I say a fine balance. It's not a it's not a balancing act as much as it is a fine, you know, a, just a simple Libra scale. You hold your weight and I hold my weight equal at 100 percent. It's not a 50 50 game. This is a 100 percent effort to build something together, to build something beautiful and have something sprout out of these seeds we've planted with each other. I think definitely that issue of, yeah, the, the seesaw, the teeter-totter, that's one side for sure that fucks a lot of it up. You got one individual that's holding it down and the other nigga just having fun. Wee, wee, this is fun. You don't get to just sit on the swing the whole time and I push you the entire time. How about let's sit on this park bench together and we both just gently rock back and forth, All right. Uh, I, I watching uh, the episode I watched today of Rap Caviar was the Koi Ray episode. My first introduction to Coyle Ray was three million dollars worth of game. Shout out Wallow and Gilly. I hadn't listened to much of Koy's music by then. I think her album Trendsetter had already, yeah, it had dropped already. Just hadn't listened. Wasn't a super big fan. Didn't know much about her. Okay, fine. What intrigued me about Koi Ray was her perspective and her mindset. I was like, yo, don't know if I've ever, I know many women, if any, that I've heard talk like this, but this kind of viewpoint on success and, and what it means to build a life and build a life with somebody. You know, I've, I've, I've known that I can do bad all by myself my entire life, right? I've heard that countless times. I don't need a man, I don't need, I've heard that enough. What I've never heard was, no, I really do got my own. Like I got my own, I'm cool, but if we can build together, even better. You don't get a lot of that. And I do, and I I recognize, I've said it before, you don't get a lot of that in the public eye, in the media, in the portrayal, because why would they want you to actually see that? Why do they want you to believe, one, why actually give a black woman the realization that she can indeed do all this shit? Because that's terrifying in itself but especially why give both individuals this image of possibility to say you can be this great alone and even greater together remember the 2000s when it was miss independent and she got her own and and all that and whatever you like what happened to that music you fancy huh Or oh, you fancy huh hair done nails done everything. what happened to that music i realized recently i was listening to I put on a Sunday Morning, the Maroon 5 song. You know, I, me, again, I grew up on a, a lot of music in general, but I also definitely grew up on a different type of music than most of my contemporaries, most of my peers and, and acquaintances and friends. Right. For me, I grew up on a lot of temptations Smokey Norfolk and, and Smokey Robinson and John Legend and Neo. Neo was heavy, John was heavy. Right. So there was Ain't Too Proud to Beg and there was so high. There was Miss Independent and she got her own and there was put that woman first, right? So all of these different aspects teach me how to love, all these different aspects that made me who I am and made me look at love in a completely different light than a lot of individuals around me. A lot of men that I've met along the way, boys, men, whatever, along the way. And and what I recognize again about the the songs of, I mean, excuse me, Sunday morning, Maroon 5. So I put on, um, the radio, you know, you go to Spotify, go to radio for the song. And one of the songs on there was the song Stuck With You that came out during the pandemic, uh, Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande, which I loved when it came out. I still love it today. As I'm listening to it, though, I recognize something very interesting. It made me think of the song that I've yet to listen to and probably never will. Glorilla Rilla and Bag Yo, on What You Own. One thing that's hilarious not funny at all, but laugh to keep from crying type funny. Spotify has, and I add Apple Music, I believe all streaming platforms have it at this point. You have to because it's beautiful and it's, you know, how you, it's a great marketing technique. It's beautiful for branding and all artists should be doing this album art and visuals. So when in the player, when the song is going, you have the visuals that will, you know, go along with the song. And for Stuck With You, the visual was Justin Bieber dancing with his, Haley, I think is her name, with Haley, with his wife, Ariana, hugging, I think her grandmother. Beautiful, emotion-filled, happy images, right? And then on with you on, you got Glorilla and Moneybag, Yo, in the car. You get literally, like, clearly arguing, right? Even if you don't know what the songs are about, you got an idea just from the visuals. And it made me think, hmm, why did they get this? And I say they, why do they get this and we get this? It's interesting. And it made me think of the song We Cry Together, the Kendrick Lamar song from this past album, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, which I've said I think is his most personal album and deep one and his best album to date, which says a lot for a guy that's made some of the best music we've ever heard. But what, what struck me about that song was two things. It's real as fuck, but it sent a message. It didn't sugarcoat, it didn't lie, it didn't hide, what actually goes on? Fuck you. No, fuck you. No, fuck you. No, fuck. That's real. We also cry together. That's kind of how you get through it, right? And when I talked about the cater to you and the upgrade you, those had to come before 444 and everything is love. Because unfortunate, the unfortunate truth is Jay-Z is the nigga from Marcy Projects. Jay-Z is the nigga who has been rich as fuck since he was 20-something. Came up selling drugs. He's a street nigga, at heart. He's so much more than that now, but at core, from you know where he's from and his being, he's a born sinner. He dies better than that, born sinner for sure. And in that, you recognize that born sinner means that while you are constantly working to improve and grow and be better and come out of sin, you still it still happens. So the Becky situation went down, and then everything in, in in love happy says fucked up. The first ring we had to get remarried. Hey but he learned from it and she stuck by his side and look at him now that's one b that's a double b oh can't forget about the other b hey they've grown from that but they've grown together that's not that's not normalized within our community even more and I've, at, what scares me the most about our dating culture today is that everybody's looking for the first sign to leave rather than the first sign to stay Nobody wants to be the first one to say I love you. Nobody wants to be the more vulnerable individual in the relationship. Nobody wants to have the more emotion or the more feeling or, the, or to love the other individual more. Because that means that you are soft or you're a punk or you're a simp or you, you're you whipped or whatever it may be. Shit. Put that title on me if that's the case. Because the woman I end up with will, yeah, that's, that's what we on. we on. we on the love tip. We're on the, I don't care if the house on fire. Dying, nigga, I ain't leaving. I ain't going to nobody, nothing. Me and my wife beefing. I switched it around, but I ain't going to nobody, nothing. Me and my wife beefing. I don't care if the house on fire. Dying, nigga, I ain't leaving. But you recognize it's a different perspective for different individuals because of what we've seen and what we've been raised on and what's been portrayed and, and exemplified for us. Right now, I've talked about it before that I've had. I got the pleasure of being able to see my father and my bonus mom, my stepmother Des, be together and and start to build and bring a blended family together and make it completely just a family, just make it a unit. And I've seen as well, how she is still, how I'm still her son, even without him in the picture. And that's still my sister, even without him in the picture. And that's still her father, even without him in the picture, because they put something in us that was much greater than the individual. You know, individual parts. They made a whole. That's not the the vision for us anymore. But it needs to be. That's how you build a legacy. I don't want to have part of my estate go to one kid and part of it go to the other and part of it go and 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 you know I gotta leave because I I'm not I don't imagine well you know I guess different situation you would say if that were the case and I may be that individual. But somebody who would say, well, I'm not going to you know, fuck the baby mama, fuck the mother of my children. A lot of niggas are like that. But you recognize that the situation, well, that's how, it, that's how that goes. That's how you end up in that because you are that individual. Well, that's why I will not end up in that situation because I'm not that individual. <laughs> but truthfully, I mean, and, and those, I think these are the important questions. I ask him, I'll ask him again. Are you willing to stay down while he comes up? Or if you're so adamant on one in the hood, nigga, that's already got it. Are you going to stay down while he's away? And in the end, can you help him execute the grind and lead and and show him different ways to elevate? Right. Nobody's saying you have to be the money, the, the, you know, the great money manager or the great financial planner. If you're somebody who, if you, and this is, you know, gender roles, shut up. But if you can clean the fuck out of a house and make and whip up a mean steak and mashed potatoes, or if you listen and know how to, to take in, you know, things, if I can come home to you and say, yeah, you know, this is, what, this is what happened at work. This is what I'm dealing with in the office. This is the, you know, this merger, this acquisition, whatever it may be, and you can give insight or just be a breeding ground, a, a, a bouncing board, a soundboard. you can be in my piece. And this also women should be asking the same questions though. It's fuck, scratch the bank account. That matters without question that matters. Yeah, no. And that's but that's on him. That's why standards and expectations are two different things. And we have to have better standards. Fuck the expectations of what you want and what you think it has to be. Have standards for what you will and won't accept and watch how everything else changes. The other side of the question for the men ask these questions. Do you have ambitions and goals and plans for your future for your own future? What do you plan on doing with your life? And then if we're going to be together, where do you see us going? What do you plan on us having to pass down to our children? What assets do you want to you don't have to have it all mapped out, but have an idea have a have some fucking imagination, man. where are you going in life? and how can you incorporate her and allow her to be an incubator a, you know ground zero for for great things? Because that's really it, we as we know, the woman is the womb, she bursts all creation. If you can be a leader. As far as the concrete, the, the direct, the worldly things. And she can be a, a spiritual, emotional connection to that other side of the world, you know, that higher self. And then you infuse that together and, and teach each other, teach and build, and learn from each other. Right. Well, I think we often have so many times where you wanna, again, the fixing, you want to show somebody how how something should be done or how you rather than learning. What your partner or what the individual that you're with or want to be with likes, wants, and needs? A lot of that goes back to love languages. A lot of people, the reason you don't know how to speak your partner's love language is you don't know your own. Love yourself is a real thing. That's why his mama didn't like her. He didn't love herself. <laughs> Look, that's, that's for real. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I have a lot to say on this one, for sure. But the the good thing about it is it's something we've been talking about, it's something we'll continue to talk about. You know, this is my, if anything else, to what I'm one of the most passionate about is, is instilling the values of the black family unit, making it a normal thing amongst our culture to, to seek after that. And not to, I'm not saying that everybody is, I'm expecting everybody to be married or that that's, a, no. I'm more saying, shirk off, shrug off, get rid of the what's not working for sure. The hookup culture, the sneaky links, the side pieces, the city boys and city girls. The they're up a thousand, so we got to get our get back. The on what you own, if you if if on what you own should mean. <laughs> on what you own should mean. I need someone to be patient with me, someone they get money when I take it from me. It should mean, like I said before, the, the reciprocation versus retaliation. I'm on what you want. Oh, shit, shorty just bought the bag. Shorty just came. You cooked up. Okay, you know what, man? I, I love this girl, man. She, she, I, love, I fucking love this girl, man. You know what? I'm about to go buy the bag. Oh, he just bought the bag, man. I love this man, man. He's so he's so awesome. I love this man. He he treats me so nice. He treats me so well, and I never have to ask because he just does it. So you know what? Rather than oh, I seen him texting. I, I went through his phone and saw. If you watch the game, Camille Anyer. Who is Camille Anyer? You see a text between him and Camille Anyer, and now you go fuck somebody else. Baby, it's Camillionaire. I. I want you in my jeans. Y'all got to watch the game, man. See, that's another reason. Like, I, For me, I grew up on the game. And what the season I love the most is when Derwin and Melanie are married and in the house and, and Derwin's doing well. And they got the babe DJ. Even though it's some reckless shit that goes on in there, you see what happens from it in the end. I love the show in general, but that is what's so that was so valuable for me. Because it instilled a different set of properties and values and ideology as far as what I wanted my life to look like. And we don't get more of that and continue down the road we're going remember i said when snowfall and power both came back on i was like it was funny it's crazy to see how much queen pin energy they're putting into these shows right now it's very it's very clear what the messaging is right now and then power just ended i mean snowfall just ended how the way it did with veronica peacing out a veronique sorry not veronica veronique peacing out and then power right now how it's going and it's like oh okay well this is interesting to see the change in, and, and it made me wonder, I don't know, I don't I want not ask that question because I'm not trying to accuse anybody of anything. It's just interesting. So on that note, I think that's all I got for y'all today. Like I said, the episode Born Sinners, unfortunately will not be a drop. So we've got a replacement of legacy, 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 like excellency, baby, let them see. Your seed, marry his seed, marry my seed. That's how we keep Hendrix money all in the family. Because I'm not doing the baby mama, baby daddy shit. No, 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 no. I'm not dropping. One thing that used to break my heart as a kid was when my mom had to drop me off at my dad's. Not because I didn't want to be with my dad and my stepmom and my sister. I fucking loved him. Because when I would walk through that door, the tears would disappear because I was at home again. But it meant I had to leave my mother. Get her. In order for my mom to give me a chance at a better you know, opportunity at life and survival, a real shot at survival, we had to move away from my entire family damn near to a place I didn't know shit about. That changes a kid. It makes them see things different than a kid probably should have to, but it makes them see things. I don't want my kid to grow up that way. I don't want my kids to grow up that way. I was told if you love her, don't use rubbers and build a generation of a strong black mother. Shut your mouth. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. No social media this summer. I'm already off Twitter. I don't have the app at all. I went on it today through the website a little bit because I saw something on TikTok that I was like, "Hmm, I need to go see what that's about. And it was it was exactly what I needed. Got off. So yeah, app is gone. Instagram. uh, I think I was thinking May through May, June, July. But well yeah that probably will be better. I don't need yeah, we'll flex it we'll see We still got a couple days to decide either either way it wouldn't be May, until May 15th we'd start middle of the month um but yeah we're going zero dark three months Shout out braun I love y'all I love y'all I love y'all peace to
0: get a lot of dough. anything' is possible me up in the headphone, yeah. Trying to get a lot of dough and dirt through water obstacles, cause anything is possible. Yeah. Oh man, I got a lot of goals. Stack that bread and vomit nose, anything is possible. Yeah, yeah. Grind to get a lot of dough and dirt through water obstacles, cause anything is possible. Hey. Oh man, I got a lot of goals Stack that bread and by my nose Anything is possible Hey I grind to get a lot of dough and dirt through all the obstacles Cause anything is possible yeah Oh man, I got a lot of goals. Stack that bread and dominoes. Anything is possible. Yeah. All I know is get paper. All I do is shit major. Bought a condo on the top floor, in the building's a skyscraper. Feeling like I'm Kobe. LeBron for the Lakers. Feeling like I'm Idris. Paul-